Chapter 41 The Seventh Day The Sword in the Stone Jesus showed us a path. Yes, this was a man that knew the way. And so all churches, mosques, and temples miss the point when we worship an individual alone. And that is why many religions have led their followers astray. Christ is the light that allows people to see things in their fullness. A mature Christian sees Christ in everything and everyone else. The universal Christ is within all beings, and together we make a Holy Spirit of one complete and total self. I looked to Otto, and I could feel a light surging through his chest. There my wind descended down into him when his lungs pulled me within his soul as I found a place to rest. Looking out through his eyes, I started chanting within his head, feeling everything throughout his senses. I chanted as if his mind stream could hear the sentence I said, Aditra Pradayam Punyam, Sarshrachu Binashanam. So much hatred spewed out from this soldier, and somehow Otto transmuted that fear into pure compassion. Francis prayed under his breath, and somehow Otto controlled his most intense passions. The soldier shouted at Otto when my sky started to cry. Worthless scum, prepare to die, said the soldier. Waiting in Otto's body, I watched his mind view this as if the soldier was cursing at his own self. Otto had no ill will toward this man, but rather he saw the soldier yelling at his own sad self. Otto reframed this mindset and felt compassion for this poor man. Whatever the soldier was angry about, he saw it as a reflection of the troubles buried within that this soldier alone could not stand. Otto absorbed this abuse, and regardless if he was about to be dead, Otto knew there was only one true soul, and there Otto cultivated great pity for what the soldier said. The soldier was possessed by anger, and Otto saw this as if the man was telling his own demon to die. The soldier was entrapped by his rage, and it hit Otto so deeply that his brown eyes started to cry. Otto was on his knees, and he felt great sorrow for his fellow man's poor fate. This soldier was stuck in bondage, and Otto's mercy became a great force, dying to liberate. Otto's heart was glowing. It opened bigger than ever before, and just as the man pressed the barrel against Otto's forehead, the great white crane called out from atop that sword. Now Otto's eyes looked up, and there he saw God within that bird. Now Francis spoke. That crane is giving us a message. This is a sign of God's true word. God speaks beyond the human voice, because God speaks to every being so that all these pure messages can be heard. God is the pure experience. Have mercy on the suffering it takes to live. And if you must take a life, then by the grace of God, let it be me who gives. If you kill this man, then it's the same way Jesus was sacrificed. Let all those watching be a witness, so that they know what a real follower of Christ looks like, said Francis. Otto's glowing heart surged like the sun, reaching up brighter than before. And just as the soldier was ready to pull the trigger, Otto spoke. I bet you my life I can pull out that sword. The soldier heard him, and now he paused. 
a quick peek back at the sword in the stone on the top of the pyramid, and I heard him wonder if that bird was truly a sign from God. See, the soldier had belief, but his ego ruled the body as if his heart was already dead. There was no connection between the emptiness in his heart that was begging for the overflowing intellect pouring out from his head. Now a fly was in a hurry around the soldier's face, and so I watched the soldier wiggle his anxious toes. Then this tiny black fly landed on his cheek, and so the soldier scrunched his nose. Pulling the gun away, he swatted his open hand at the fly. This is the miracle called spaciousness, and this miracle was the size of a fly. The question is not if you are going to sacrifice, but how much are you going to give up and what are you offering it to? Pure devotion requires submission to a higher truth, and that is what Otto's mind had kept in view. With all the harassment he'd undergone, Otto wondered about the cold barrel between his eyes. But all it took was a tiny fly to annoy the soldier, and somehow Otto was still breathing and alive. Rather than give into the soldier's anger, rather than believe all the hateful comments this lost soul had made, Otto held love in his heart and was able to shift the narrative as if this was a strategic game to be played. Yes, this life is a work of art, something like checkers or chess, and rather than accept the statements as annoyance or irritation, somehow Otto opened his heart and took the message in through his chest. There he viewed it as if this man was talking to himself. Yes, the soldier was enraged at his own life and actions. Like a scared and wounded child, the soldier's mind thrashed about begging for a reaction. Now Otto's heart held the light of the morning star. He shined with all that was divine. And by a miracle through choice, Otto connected his head and heart when a new future became aligned. Angels were waiting. Great saints had gathered from the heavens above and around. Everyone listened while that great white crane called out as it beckoned another great sound. The sword, what does it do? said the soldier. They call it the sword of severity. It holds the power of God's truth, said Francis. I don't believe you. It's just a sword in the stone. And if you pull it out, it could restart this ancient pyramid's power and open the king's throne, said Francis. Now the soldier was excited, for he too knew that the last king was gone and dead. And so I heard the whispers how not so long ago they'd found a bullet in that king's head. My awareness was everywhere, but no one saw me peeking. I was the secret fool in the wind, and now the animals and plants started chanting. They wanted the story to go on. They cheered for all life to survive. Existence called out for a balance of mercy and severity, and this balance was our united soul reclaiming God's power so that all beings could thrive. Is it true? The soldier asked his priest. There is the legend of the sword and the stone, but I always thought it was a myth. I believe we should retrieve that sword. We should probably secure that artifact and weapon before someone else runs away with it, said the priest. And so there was a great pause, and now the silence seemed to give space for the dilemma to be rearranged. Such a curious energy floated about, 
and everyone called this occurrence auspicious and strange. Confusion mixed with bewilderment, which gave curiosity an opportunity to explore. Now the soldiers tied many bedsheets together and ran a path up to the top of the pyramid and attached the bed linens to the sword. First, a stocky guard was sent up. He was bigger than almost all the men here, and he chuckled before he began the ascent, as if this great challenge was nothing to fear. His frame was so big, he looked like a giant heading up, and after only a few minutes, the muscular man reached the top. He pulled and pulled, but that sword wouldn't come out. Such a strange feeling of puzzled minds, when a random man started to shout, Hey, let me try. I'm a craftsman and an engineer. And so the guard came down, but he couldn't understand why that sword didn't come loose. Dejected and confused, the man with all the muscle did not understand how he had come to lose. But the engineer couldn't get it either, and he even studied it while other men pulled. But after so many tried to free it, the sword wouldn't let go. Otto was still down on his knees, and all the light that was left hadn't left his side. But by some divine miracle, all of us were a witness to how Otto had yet to die. Finally, after the sun went down, it became night when I realized this next morning was the seventh and final day. Mahakali was around here somewhere, and so was all her rage. I felt that energy grow within me, and she was calling out from a space deep within. Only I knew what she was capable of, but I hadn't a clue what her destruction would bring. The moon appeared while the stars kept watching, and there I saw Orion's belt. The universe continued to rumble when I started to tune into the awareness of how Rudra and the three faces of the moon must have felt. Three female faces were on that distant rock, and each woman held up a cup with a crown of flowers as they looked on from the stars. There they passed a message up the tree of life, and that message was a prayer that spread infinitely far. Rudra winked. I saw Betelgeuse go dim and dark. Then when I looked again, I saw Earth radiating with Christ's light as if the entire land was a cosmic heart. After no one could pull the sword, after the soldiers' men had given up and were waiting for dawn, there was one man with light in his heart, and this man was mighty and strong. The soldier waved his gun at Otto. The soldier was exhausted and in a state of dismay. Why not let the big dark-skinned man have a shot? And there I felt how all the light that was left started to pray. As Otto climbed up to the top, my wind began to howl. As if I was pulling Otto toward that sword, I felt a lion in God's kingdom start to growl. Now rain poured down. Maha's thunder began to rumble. And as water soaked the side of the pyramid, I watched Otto's feet first stumble. The path was far from over, still a long way to the top. And so Otto hung on to that line with his hands when he fell before his body dropped. He rose with his legs back up under him again. Now he began to climb higher. And after he made it halfway up, a burst of lightning sent down a bolt of fire. Again Otto slipped. This was the second time he fell. 
having reached down to the earth when thunder continued to yell. The ground shook from the bolt and now a tree went up in flames. This burning bush was a sign from God. And now I heard all the light that was left begin to chant when I heard Otto's truest name. Apollo, 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 Apollo. Of course he was the great Greek. This was the man with unlimited endurance and strength. A heart so powerful that he possessed a will no mortal being could break. Back on his feet, Apollo's arms gripped the path tight. The left hand reached forward, and then he stood up from his right. Climbing higher again, the fearless great white crane came to soar, and then lightning crashed down a third time, and this time it struck the handle of this ancient sword. A burst of energy zapped the king's pyramid, but this black man wouldn't let go. He held on tighter than ever, because the great Greek god wouldn't let go. It is said that God gives his toughest battles to his strongest warriors. Now all beings were a witness when one man put the weight of the world upon his own shoulders. Nothing could stop him because he was unwilling to quit. He was the great example of God made flesh because of his undeniable devotion and grit. When Otto reached the top, I looked through his eyes when I saw that this sword had a name. There was one word written and etched in the ancient handle's frame. Yes, this was a sword from the beginning of time, and the blade was meant to protect every man, woman, plant, creature, and youth. And so Otto read the sword's name aloud. This was the blade called Truth. Let it be known that all knowledge and belief are worthless, unless your soul has found the right route. And so I whispered to Aphrodite, the tree of life. My great teacher, can you show us what love is all about? And it was not a man who was chosen, but rather all the light that was left was required to get this sword out. I pictured the entire tree of life with all its angels and souls. There I remembered the source called God and how all of us came from a one united whole. I remembered a great journey had taken place and I remembered the lesson of the fairy who'd been battered and abused. There I summoned Christ who lived in the center of all hearts because only Christ's light knew how this weapon should be used. One cannot seek violence with it. There can be no anger or resentment while holding this blade. It takes purity with love so powerful and so only the sacred warrior need not be afraid. Now a lion was rising. This was the one who confronts that shadow of the inner beast. And like an angel battling a demon inside their own flesh, I expanded into Otto's lungs and spread through his blood, then I pressed through his feet. With his hand squeezing the handle, I felt the earth begin to rumble and shake. The divine feminine began to surge through him when he summoned the strength in his muscles as the earth began to quake. Rudra's storm drenched the land, and all the light that was left shined with the morning star. Now the Divine Mother and Father gave us a spark of life as our souls cultivated this light from afar. Divinity had lit the heart within this land, and now a human man was about to surpass our best. This was a great sign that heaven and earth would be linked, and now the control over the earth would run through the heart-centered chest. Just as the heart came to tame the intellect, 
I felt that ancient sword come loose. Apollo pulled the sword out from the stone when a great lightning bolt left it down from Zeus. A lion's roar called out over the land. This was the one from the tribe of Judah. By giving up all that you cling to, you discover this higher consciousness. And so this realized one is the nature of Padmasambhava, who is known as the second Buddha. And I've never seen anything like it. The journey took the perfect combination of all Earth's elements, mixed with a man who refused to give up. And now the entire community came out from their tents. The sword had been freed. Now Apollo towered atop the temple when I realized that him and my wind were united in one body, granting us access to whatever the people may need. Like a calling deep within the intuition, I was intertwined with the morning star deep in Apollo's heart. We were pure and loving awareness, and our spirit is the place from which God existed from the very start. Yes, life is a great miracle, and so it is time for the truth to be known. Jesus was a darker man than we once imagined. God blessed this world because a Middle Eastern man gave up his life to pull that sword out from the stone.